I sit in an office all by myself. No windows, no nothing. So so you could technically watch porn at work and get away with it, no problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So if the door opened, you know, just first of all, you got to make sure you're not jerking off. <laughs> Second of all, make sure you like you have headphones plugged in. You're not blasting it through the stereo. Right. And then third this of all. This sounds like you've actually done this and gotten I away with not. it. I have not. I've never watched porn at work. But you sure have planned it out. You're goddamn right. You see a guy, he has his own office. But man, those monitors are really adjusted weird for a guy who doesn't really have to worry about anybody walking in on him. Did someone find a way to circumvent our filters? Like, huh? and then it gets you thinking, well, holy shit. Why does this guy have two 4K monitors and all he does is crunch numbers all day? Why does this lawyer have his monitor so tucked away to a corner of one corner of the office? You can't be that paranoid someone's going to see you working on law shit. So I don't know, man. I just don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. All right, I think we're ready to go. All right. This show will pollute listeners' ears with foul language, occasional sexually explicit content, and more irony than is allowed for single episodes. In the last several years, distributors of obscenity have expanded into new areas, employing new technologies and reaching new audiences. Neither our Constitution, our courts, our people, nor our respect for common decency and human suffering will allow this trafficking in obscene material. Cinema PSYOPs. Which exploits women and men alike to continue. Sharing filth-laden desires on mic to warp the brains of listeners until they are all demented deviants. Federal laws are being violated, and thus I am committed to redoubling the federal effort to ensure that those criminal elements who are trafficking in obscenity are pursued with a vengeance and prosecuted to the hill. The fact that society is becoming much more open now, uh, less repressed, and I think there's less need for... Cinema PsyOps. Without dignity, they shout into the void in a vain attempt to be loved. Living in this culture now where there's just icebergs of filth floating through every house on Wi-Fi, it's inconceivable what it must be like to be a young adolescent now with this kind of access to... Cinema PsyOps. It must be dizzying and exciting, but corrupting in a way that we can't even think about. A pirate ship with a tattered flag, sailing across seas of questionable movies while firing cannons of disdain. Cinema PsyOps. Long may she sail. Hello and welcome to Cinema PsyOps. I'm chilling out without a headache or a black eye. I've finally healed up. Even my hand is fully mobile and functional, including my elbow, which came in handy this week for our recording of Blood Mania. Sitting across from me in the studio, still working it to the thought of seeing Greedo's tits, is Matt. Woo! Who's tits? Greedo. Who's Greedo? The person who played Greedo in Star Wars yeah? was in this movie. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not. And you saw her slash his tits. Wow. <laughs> you didn't realize that? No, I I did. I didn't look into it that much. Yeah, our main. Uh, usually do our main actress character that we follow the, the whole way through. Yeah, Victoria. She was she uncredited was Greedo, and huh? she played Greedo. Yeah, really. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I always knew Greedo was played by a woman. I just didn't know it was her. That explains why she didn't shoot first because men always go before women. Usually, yeah, that's how <laughs> it happens. And also, no matter how hard they tried, you could tell Greedo had a rack. So well, and also moved quite femininely. Yeah, 
I was like, God, why do I want to fuck Greedo? Now I know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, that it's an alien, and you want to fuck any extraterrestrial that comes to this planet. Well, after Han shot it, yeah. her, him, <laughs> him, whatever. Yeah. I was you know, definitely interested. You know, he never says Greedo's a man. They never give Greedo a, a, a man, woman. Did you just assume Greedo's gender? I didn't. You have been, <laughs> asshole. I'm trying to say they never said. They always just called him Greedo or her. They called Greedo Greedo. They always called them, them. Greedo. Yeah. 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 Cinema PsyOps, a progressive show. That's right. For morons. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. Yes, but I wanted to I wanted to dump that trivia on you. I was hoping that you didn't read about that. Yeah, I didn't see that. That was in the group, too, that our buddy Kurt, who posts in the group quite frequently, he's one of our badged visual storytellers. Yeah. Uh, he actually made a mention that you see Greedo's boobies in this. That's nice. I believe it was him. I'm, I might be miscrediting. It's either him or Robert. They're like the two folks that contribute the most trivia to some of our stuff most of the time. That's awesome them though yeah but when i read that i had already actually seen because i looked up the actress because i thought she was somebody else oh yeah yeah but i get my brunette ladies with crazy eyes mixed up was she brunette or was she a redhead yeah i was thinking brunette i think she's redhead because this doc is an obvious you know type, type until the very end yeah yeah well, if she was a redhead, it was more of like an auburn or like dark red auburnish type hair. Yeah, for her. Yeah, but I mean, it looked still, to it me, still but... fit within our type too because yeah. of oh, the crazy yeah. eyes. Uh huh. Oh man, yeah, she was nutty. And the fact that she would murder to keep you—that's definitely our type. That is definitely our type. <laughs> <laughs> She'd also murder to get rid of me sometimes. So <laughs> possible. Yeah. <laughs> if you're standing in the way of money. Yeah. And the life with a better, more handsome, attractive man who also happens to be a doctor. Yes, you will get iced. Oh. Definitely. Yeah, we would both be iced instantaneously. <laughs> it would be sad how quick it would go. <laughs> but yeah. they love us enough that we wouldn't suffer, I don't think. So it'd be fine. Uh, <laughs> We'd probably suffer. Yeah. yeah. I kind of have a feeling that both of our wives have a whole lot of anger built up for us. I would. I would definitely <laughs> have a whole lot of anger built up if I was married to us. Well, shit, man. I've been in the office with you for more than five minutes and I got a lot of anger built up against you. Listen, I've just been staring at you for five minutes and I already want to kick a baby <laughs> clip clip speaking of that our buddy ryan yeah he, he did two more of you you ready okay that's my fetish gig good d <laughs> so i could play those together yeah. where the, yeah, yeah, the kick a baby yeah, 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 and then yeah, that's, that's my fetish gig good d <laughs> And then he also got this one. I have a raging erection. Yes. <laughs> that's not. So basically what you say is I could kick a baby. That's my fetish. Good, good, D. And then. I have a raging erection. Yes. <laughs> or you could Wouldn't say. Wouldn't that be you saying those things? Or you could say. I have a raging erection. I'm going to kick a baby. That's my fetish. <laughs> good, good, D. <laughs> Like, isn't that something you would say after kicking a baby? Maybe. I, I think that's more you. I believe I would just shout, Goal! Isn't that what you say when you ejaculate anyway? Don't you just yell that out? God, your mother needs to learn to keep her fucking mouth shut. <laughs> Oh, what are you kidding me? She's so old. She has dementia. She doesn't remember it. Not like it's that memorable. I'm actually counting on that. You got to stop. You got to just stop showing me your YouTube channel with you in your bedroom. (laughs) It's really disturbing. You can click the unsubscribe button, dude. (laughs) But it's like a car wreck. I can't take my eyes off of it. Coincidentally, that is my lovemaking style. It is very much (laughs) like a car car wreck. wreck. (laughs) It's over with very quickly, but the injuries last a lifetime. (laughs) Physical scars and mental scars are forever. And there's a 
lot of broken glass and twisted metal laying around. And somebody's having to call their insurance. <laughs> and somewhere in the background, James Spader is masturbating while he watches all of it. That's a reference to a David Cronenberg. I know, film. I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah, have no, seen that? Yeah, I, yeah okay. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, shit, I got nowhere to go from here. Yeah, I don't know where to go from... Uh, uh, James Spader sobbingly uh, masturbating uh, to car crashes. Unholy Erotica? Is that what that is? Mm, kind of? It's, I don't, I don't, it's car auto erotica? Autoerotica is just masturbating. Yeah. What or is, autoerotic. Yeah, I, re, yeah I, I remember the name of the movie is exactly what we're... It's just crashed. Is it just crash? It's oh. just crash. God, yeah. I, I, motor vehicle erotica, I guess? I don't know. Car crash fucking. Car crash fucking. I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. Well, we're going to take a break here. We're going to play a promo from a podcast that really may not mind the idea of following us talking about car crash fucking. Really? Which one is it? You'll know in a second when I play it. Jeez. I don't like being surprised. Well, I like to tease out the audience a little bit. Oh, do you? I'm an emotional nipple twister. Yeah. <laughs> then you just car wreck them. <laughs> yes. yes. I usually scream, sock goes the weasel, and then pop them in the jaw. Yeah, you tease like you're not going to go through that red light, but then you do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you ought to know you've ridden with me when I've done it. Uh-huh. We're going to play a little bit of music befitting of blood mania and when we come back we will have the trailer and talk about more of Greedo's tits that you come to the right place my name is gary and i'm your guide to cinnamon beef podcast every episode we not only deliver film reviews we also dismantle some of your favorite and most hated films sometimes for the better and sometimes for the worse hey hey hey, hey you shut your face if we want to hear you talk i will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet all right calm down calm down Every show I hope to have a new co-host, podcasters, listeners alike. That's right, I'm talking to you people. I take all comers. Oh, slaps. That's not very nice. The only rules, well, let's ask the best cooler in the business. All you have to do is follow three simple rules. One, never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Two, take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. So join the insanity and please vent your frustrations. I'm available on TalkShoe, iTunes, and Stitcher Smart Radio. Remember, here at the Sin Beef Podcast, if you got beef, I've got the grinder. Have you seen my sister Evelyn? Dang, she's gone and wandered off again. I've been looking high and low. Where, oh, where'd my sister go? She's been known to spend some time with a sailor friend of mine. I called him up and what do you say? I ain't seen that girl today. So if you see my sister Evelyn, tell that girl to hurry home again. Where, oh, where'd my sister Evelyn go? Is she with the doctor, or the plumber, or the dentist, or the handyman? Did she go to India, or Africa, or Wichita, or Pakistan? Did she go and join the Navy, or go completely crazy? Or is she playing a trick on me? Did she run off with the barber, the professor, or the banker, or the clergyman? Is it possible that she could be in Timbuktu, or Kamadu, or Vegas, or Uzbekistan? Is she learning how to do do the Chattanooga choo-choo? Oh golly, where could that girl be?
Okay, so that is Where's My Sister Evelyn. I think that fits pretty well for a chick who is, let's just say, sexually free and likes a lot of different partners from what we can tell in the movie. That's right. We're not going to slut shame her. In one of the write-ups, they actually say that she's an infomaniac, but she doesn't really behave like an infomaniac. She just behaves like a woman who wants sex. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And I think calling her an infomaniac would be trying to slut shame her. Yeah. Which... Nymphomaniacs are... It's a much different thing. It's an actual medical shit. It's a compulsion to yeah. sleep with anything and everything. Yeah. Where you can't not have sex. Even if it's detrimental to your health. Yes. Yeah. Basically, every woman before your wife that has ever had sex with you. Yeah, well, you know, same to you, buddy. <laughs> you're not exactly God's gift. Uh, yeah. I was a model and you're not. <laughs> you were a model. I was. I have photographic evidence. Yeah, and okay. when I posted it into the Facebook group, all of the ladies that listen to us, all three of them, went shit nuts for it. Oh my god, what Photoshop won't do. Alright. <laughs> I'm sorry that you have a hard time believing that you're fugly and you can't accept the fact that I'm a gorgeous man. But what you do have to accept, Matt, is that this is the trailer. Terror that rips the screams right out of your throat. <laughs> Suspense that traps you in a web of shadows and fear. I expect $50,000 two weeks. A treacherous journey inside a nightmare of passion and death. A love affair with horror, a terrifying film experience that explores the twisted souls of insanity. I need 50,000. I know how to get it. A suspense shocker in the psycho tradition, an electrifying tale of intrigue, madness, and death. Come prepared for the shocking climax. The last 15 minutes will jolt you right out of your seat. And that's the trailer. Now do your notes. Uh, we open with a woman running in a, quite a revealing nighty. Uh, f- <laughs> if by revealing you mean you see everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw everything. <laughs> I still don't even know what that's from. Oh, come on. It's Dracula Dead and Loving It. It's Peter McNichol right after he... Oh, I saw God nothing! I saw it. nothing! Damn it. And yeah, then finally... But... I saw everything. <laughs> that's right. All right. Uh, she's being chased by a creepy old man. Um, this is kind of all mixed in with our opening credits. We cut to that creepy old man as he wakes up in bed. Uh, he keeps buzzing in, uh, using like a buzzer. You can tell he must be bedridden. Uh, we see a young lady painting, and she's pretty much taking her sweet-ass time while he's buzzing her to bring in his breakfast. Yeah, um, it's really a pain in the ass to take care of the man who gave you life. <laughs> just, are you all right over there? You going to be okay? I'm good. All right, you're fine? Yeah. Okay, I just don't want any, you know, realizations of this show. Can we go show without having like some deep trauma scar lifted nothing could be my father from the truth oh, god damn it oh no uh-huh. yep are you giving yourself a new tattoo right now shut up it'll get covered up later okay i just need the pain <laughs> Jesus. oh man every fucking week oh that one's a gusher oh. that's a lot of blood i should probably yeah, stop you you need to stop that oh my god i'm just gonna cauterize this yep yeah, that's probably for the best all right Anyway, she brings him some breakfast, and when she unlocks his room door, she actually has him locked in there. And then when she goes in, she rehides the key. So she has the key hidden for some reason. So already, you kind of get a feeling this is a, a weird situation. Um, they As they come in, he's pretty much just, we find out the woman's name is Victoria, and this is her father. Uh, after he dresses her down for a little bit about not being able to hear or just not paying attention, she's like, you know, you have to calm down. You have to, you know, uh, you have to do what Dr. Cooper says to 
to if you want to get better. Uh, he then dresses down Dr. Cooper a bit, stating that, you know, he's no big deal. Uh, yeah, now you see why she locked the bitter old fucker in here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm starting to, like, realize, well, fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this guy could be any more my father of an asshole. Well, dude. Shit, God on, damn it. This is not what the show's for, man. I'm still going to cauterize this wound. I'll be right, back. Just, just go ahead. I'm going to keep doing the review. Yeah, you go for it. All right. Anyway, uh, the doctor, uh, he also says that uh, apparently this man probably must own a lot of clinics and is a doctor himself. As he says, if this if this Dr. Cooper's any caliber, his clinics will all close down. Um, she says that, uh, you know, the doctor saved his life and he said, you know, what any third year med student could have realized what was happening to him. So, yeah, this guy basically likes to talk a bunch of shit and say a bunch of shit and be just generally mean and everything. And, you know, I just I don't know. I have a real problem with this guy being my father. I mean, uh, fuck, God damn it. Good God almighty. Just start cutting yourself for real. That's not the sort of thing you should encourage someone who actually does cutting. Well, you don't cut, do you? Not right now. <laughs> Listen, I'm serious, man. Do we need to talk after the show? All right. Is everything? Not if you hurry up and do your notes, then I won't have time to worry about it. All right. Awesome. Good God. Someone needs to inject some marijuanas directly into his pee hole. All right. So uh, we cut to a very sleeping Craig Cooper being awoken up by a very attractive redhead in the bath. Uh, you know, she says, I have something for you. So that makes him get up and uh, up and at him. She uh, offers uh, to uh, seductively say that uh, she'll scrub his back if she will, if he will scrub hers. It's important to note that she is naked in the tub and that the suds are doing fuck all to cover a single inch of her body. Yes, we're all very happy. So thank you, movie. Major thank you, movie, because it's a 100% all natural body and you can tell. That's a nice, that's, thank you. Thank you, movie. And the suds just accentuate the sensuality of her body in ways that I was not prepared to deal with other than by flogging the molly <laughs> i meant listening to irish pub music did you, punk mix did you tenderize some meat did you pass out a little free literature i beat it like it owed me money and didn't want to pay come on how many times come on kitten you could tell us don't be bashful well i passed out for like five minutes after the first time yeah no i was on a crunch for time trying to get this movie and so i didn't have time to oh, okay i just logged the time mentally in the film where this took place oh. <laughs> for future for viewing future viewing uh all right so anyway uh, then he gets into the bathtub and she really did just want him to you know, wash her back. And it's like, ah. Oh. Right? I mean, like, maybe oh. you and I have just seen too many adult films, but <laughs> usually when she says, "Come, if you scrub my back, I'll scrub yours, that is code for oral sex in the tub. Yeah, I thought that was the things were going to happen, man. She said it seductively, too. She definitely... Yeah, when she said, you scrub my back, I'll scrub yours, what Matt was actually thinking she said was... You want to do a little ass play? That's really what I thought. <laughs> yeah, well, this movie's a little too old for that kind of talk. Yeah. Uh, she then says she wants to talk seriously about uh, something, and he doesn't really want to talk all that seriously at all. He gets a phone call and is very happy. He rushes out of the <laughs> yeah, tub. Yeah, because he gets to run away from whatever talk she's it trying to do. It must be marriage talk. It's got to be. Like, when are we going to get married? Or something worse. Yeah. So the call is a very combative call, and it's about money. Cooper tells the person on the other line that he said they were no longer doing business, and he wasn't supposed to be contacting him anymore. Uh, after much more back and forth, he said maybe you can get him another couple hundred and he hangs up. Yeah, so he's clearly being blackmailed. Yeah. Everybody can tell right off the bat from that conversation and the way his the, mood the only, changes. The, yeah, exactly. Because the only other thing I would say is maybe like second wife or something, but even then you're not going to be that pissy. Ah, 
it really kind of depends. Girl you keep on a side or something who you have to like pay for an apartment for and shit. Yeah, but you're not going to get that pissy with your side piece because it's still your side piece. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. And it the lady in the tub pissy. feels like it's his side piece anyway. Yeah, so, like, right? How many fucking people is this asshole manipulating? Well, you're going to find out a whole metric shit done. In fact, I start giving him nicknames as we go further throughout the notes. I'm just a little pissed that like he has this amazing steak at home, if you will, to use that, that yeah, type yeah, of terminology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And motherfucker's out munching hamburger left and right. Well, not all of it's hamburger. There's, it's like, you no, know, what pisses me off is this motherfucker has steak at home, and he goes out and gets even more steak. <laughs> you already have steak at home. You can't have, it's like he's having a steak dinner for two for one. Fuck you, man. You can't keep doing that. Now you're just pissed because you want that much steak. I do. I want a lot of steak in my life. <laughs> uh, let's see here. We cut to a pool, a pool boy, uh, well, cleaning the pool. Uh, he accidentally drops his keys, and so he dives in. Bow, wow. And we see Victoria. Bow, Pretty much is looking, and she decides to disrobe and join it. And thank you, movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is where we really get a good look at Greedo's tits. Yeah. Well, you get to see them a lot more later. Yeah, but but I mean, this is our first good view of Greedo's tits. Yeah. Now I want to see a Photoshop, but that'll get somebody zucked. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So don't do it unless you're going to private messages to us. Or or unless you don't mind getting Facebook banned for a week. Or give us the uncensored version and then censor the nips. Yeah. And then you won't get zucked. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Fuck Zook. No, don't. No one should ever fuck Zook ever again. Never. He's an android, for fuck's sake. Something, man. He doesn't have any real human emotion. Uh, the guy, as she gets into the water, the guy keeps talking about how his, you know, he heard about people like her, and his mom wants him to be home soon, and he runs off, and you're just like... I am severely disappointed dude, in this pool boy. Dude. He does not live up to anything the pornographic films that I have viewed extensively led me to believe that pool boys are like. But seriously, man, the pool boy just runs off like, like a scared virgin. Or, yeah. Oh, he was definitely scared virgin. Or, or yeah. a closeted homosexual. No, I mean, maybe, but uh, he was talking about how his mom needed him home and how he heard about people like her. I think that's, that's just the, a virgin. That, well, that's, that, a, that's a lot of virgin talk. A guy talking about how his mom needs him at home, that's where I was thinking he might yeah. be closeted. But then when he said, I heard about people no like No straight you. guy cares about his mom. <laughs> Jesus. Uh oh. What? You all right over there? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> over there, okay? Yeah. Yeah. What? It doesn't mother to me. Oh, oh God, God damn, it. damn it. I tell you, man. Seriously, you got a lot of shit to work out. I should have never started talking to Raymond. Nope. 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 That's, that was your first mistake. Oh, well. Anyway, so uh, this guy runs off and, you know, fuck you, dude. You know, probably yeah. giving this poor girl a complex. She's trying to Especially, be open with you. This is 1970. The worst thing he had to fear could be cured with penicillin. Yeah. Or a quick abortion. Sure. The second one is a much worse social disease. Yeah, well. Children, they're the worst. Anyway, uh, so she, uh, Victoria sees Dr. Cooper driving up, and she gets dressed real quick and runs to meet him at the front door. Uh, uh, Co- Dr. Cooper does make mention that he does not like that Victoria has sent her father's nurse home. He wanted that nurse there almost 24-7 watching over him. But Victoria says she can take care of him just fine. Uh, we find out her, the last name is Waterman. So Dr. Waterman wants his test, and he starts dressing down Dr. Cooper, but uh, Cooper just kind of ignores him, really, and just tells the nurse who's there that uh, he needs to be at his side uh, all the time. Or no, the nurse isn't there. I'm sorry, this is a different scene. Uh, Cooper demands that a nurse be there at his side 24-7. As he leaves, Victoria tries to seduce Dr. Cooper, but it doesn't work, and he's able to just kind of leave. This lady is getting shot down left and right. Yeah, this is a rough day for Victoria. Right? And I mean, like, she's 
not bad looking. It's no. This is kind of weird. This movie's released in 1970, where again, the worst thing that you can get from sex is a child, because yeah. everything else is curable with penicillin. Uh, Doctor Cooper gets home, and he and his lady friend begin getting it down to the business when the doorbell rings, and that leads us to our first clip. Well, hello, buddy. Well, how are you? What are you doing here? I just stopped by and had a little chat with Say, Now this is some pet. I dig it. Well, aren't you going to introduce us, Doc? Cheryl, this is Mr. Mills. You want to excuse us, honey? We have some business to discuss. Of course. I'll go change. It's a nice girl you got there, Doc. And she cares. But I wonder if she cares enough to come visit you in prison for the next ten years. Hmm? Larry, just exactly what is it that you want? Well, the same things you do, Doc. Respectability and freedom. Now, that is the big one, Doc. Freedom. Well, you're free to go out and find me. No, no, no. You're free. Not mine. Larry, I thought I told you I was through doing business with you. Hey, easy, old buddy. I just stopped by to tell you that I expect $50,000 two weeks. What the hell for? For the privilege of not doing business with me anymore. You're crazy. No, I am not crazy, thank you. And you'd better think about it, Doc. What do you think a judge would say to Mrs. Bartlett's little tale of woe? Hmm? The Joy Hunter thing? Larry, you seem to be forgetting one little thing. You're just as deeply involved in this as I am. No, I'm clean, Doc. I only introduce you to the people that you do your thing to. Introductions are my specialty. So are photographs. I mean, I really appreciate and understand their full value. Hey, tell me something, Doc. What do you think that the district attorney would give me to wangle an introduction to you? Hmm? What's that $2 word, uh, immunity? I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> well, I didn't expect you to have it in your pocket. But you got some big-time connections these days, Doc. I mean, you're no longer that middle-class punk trying to brain your way out of the lower middle class. You've made it, Doc. You ain't got any style, though. But you made it. Good night, Doc. See you in two weeks. Craig, what kind of trouble costs $50,000? You were listening? Yes. Abortion. Abortion? I didn't know you did abortions. I don't. Not now. How did you get involved? Med school. I needed the money. Wow. You can get in a lot of trouble doing that. I know. She cost me my license, my career. Don't let him scare you. Maybe he's bluffing. Uh-uh. He's not bluffing. He chopped me in a minute. I'd lose everything. What are you going to do? I don't know. You gotta get that money, though. Some way. Somehow. Doing some back alley abortions. Yeah, I don't think he should have to go to jail for that. Well, back then he would, but today he shouldn't. I can understand him losing his license back then, but he yeah. shouldn't have to go to jail for that. Well, yeah, because he wasn't even a real doctor well, when he was doing it. Let's be honest. After Roe v. Wade, he doesn't have to worry about going to jail for that, no. other than practicing without a license. Yeah. Up until about just around now, when he may have to start worrying about it again. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing Blessed he should actually have to worry about is losing his license in the movie, because he did it, he was practicing it well not a doctor yet mm -hmm. he was practicing medicine without a medical license yeah so which if you're far enough into the mountains you can get away with yeah i mean you, you know, I can just have some douche nozzle trying to blackmail you well you could but you could also just throw him down a mine shaft and you'll never see him again that's right i speak from personal experience Shh, i told you you got to stop talking about that you're way too open <laughs>
next day, uh, the nurse is back and she's cutting some roses. Uh, Victoria makes comments about how her dad doesn't like roses and the nurse kind of shuts her down on that. Then she makes comments on how she's being, she notices how she's so nice to her dad. She's really making some fucking offhanded, really some unnecessary and out of line comments to a nurse just doing her fucking job. Misogyny in three, two, one. If she would have just gotten laid the last two times that she wanted, she wouldn't be so fucking bitchy to this other lady who very clearly is just trying to get in on dad's money by fucking him. Yeah, you're right. And and misogyny. Okay. <laughs> we turned it off. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, Matt is very turned on by misogyny. Oh, uh, uh, let's see here. And I thought we were going to get this show done quick because it was a short movie. <laughs> right? Well, stop talking. Uh, Victoria then breaks some glass on purpose and forces the nurse to pick it up. And that way, Victoria now brings the lunch to her father and says she cut the roses for him. Uh, it turns out as Dr. Cooper's talking to Dr. Waterman, he got his test results and he has not been following the doc's orders. Seems he's been drinking brandy every night. He informs the nurse that Wait, which one's Brandy? Is that the nurse's name? No, that's the drink. Oh, the alcoholic yep. oh, beverage. Like, yeah. Oh. yeah. Sorry, when you say drinking brandy, I just pictured that he's like, you know. Yeah, yeah. it would have worked better if I said he was having brandy every night. Then you really could have gone off on that one. No, that, that too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he's not been following the doctor's orders, and he the doctor prescribes that he's going to have no more stimulants, needs eight hours of sound sleep a night. He gives the nurse some orders as a prescription for stuff that's not quite out yet. Victoria stops him before he leaves and wants to show him her painting to Cooper. Cooper is actually, it knocks him out of the park. He really likes and enjoys her art. Does he, or is he starting to smell that there's a possibility for money going on? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But he looks like he generally is impressed by it, but I don't know. Well, the paintings they do show that she does later on are actually pretty good, so yeah, it's I mean, a possibility. Yeah. I just have a feeling that this guy has no soul because he's dating a redhead and also so is interested in another what and, you consider and maybe a but and here's what maybe changes that to actually like the painting as they talk she asks if he actually does have an income tax problem he says yes she would like to help and uh, he says that he doesn't really need help from her that he has it all handled and he doesn't even say even though she asks how much he goes ah, i don't even know yet so he may he, i don't think he's looking for money from her at this point so he may actually just like the painting clearly you don't know how to work a woman yeah i'm sorry i don't know how to lie deceived a woman my bad <laughs> exactly you're terrible at it yeah because i don't do it because it's wrong well if you want to bilk a woman out of her money well i don't want to bilk anybody out of their money all right well you shut the fuck up then and i'll tell the audience how this works oh god you first pretend like you're not interested in any of their money or the potential that they have to get the money then you feign interest in something that they're very passionate about i.e her painting then you make it seem like because you really enjoy her expressionistic art a aka her painting, that you are interested in her as a person and a possible relationship with her. The only thing that is a hurdle to that is that pesky money that you don't want to take from her. You are a sick, sick, sad, sad, demented man. Yeah, but I get my money. Where are you getting your money from? Who are you bilking money from? Uh, statute of limitations. I can't talk about that yet. Oh, God. Jesus. You're a terrible person. Um, well, duh. Yeah, okay. But it's a living, Matt. Yeah. Well, anyway, she says, uh, you know, would you like to drink? He says, 
says he has to go. He says he has to go again. But, of course, t- uh, Dr. Panty Dropper and Victoria, they begin the fucking. Uh, they also use... Dr. Panty Dropper? <laughs> yeah, here begins his nicknames. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yep. Anyway, uh, they use a weird, almost like it looks like it's like a sniffing salt drug. And then they have some... Oh, you, well, they explain what it they is They explain what on. it is, and I think I have that on a clip. So yeah, that's but, why I'm just... Yeah, but I knew hear. exactly what it was oh, when I saw you? it. I'm like, holy shit, this stuff really was that prevalent in the <laughs> 70s. Well, anyway, then we have some drugged up fucking, which is kind of cool, but yet it they kind of blur a lot of like some of the good stuff on Victoria you could see. So it kind of bothers me a bit. Uh, you saw the ripped version of that print. The okay. actual Blu-ray that you get from Vinegar Syndrome. Hello. Oh, is it good? Yes. Yeah. See, mine's, mine's like if you saw it in the actual fucking theater or some bullshit. Like in the 70s theater. Nah, it was still, you could, uh, maybe you didn't see enough because your eyes are bad, but. I saw everything. <laughs> uh, and that's and all that matters to me. After the fucking, they have a post-coital pillow talk in our next clip. Victoria, we're very young souls. Very young and evil. Yeah, very evil. We've got a lot to get out of this lifetime. We may not get another chance. You'll probably live to be 110. Yeah? Why is that? Only the good die young. Yeah, well, if you keep sniffing that stuff, you're not going to live very long either. What a way to go, except for the headaches after. No, seriously. Amyl nitrate, that's pretty potent stuff. As a matter of fact, if you have a heart condition, it can kill you. Kill you? Yeah, that's one of the reasons they put it on prescription. What's bothering you? Moment of truth. Mm-hmm. I need 50000 Dollars? Dollars. Why? Oh, let's uh, call it a tax problem. I don't have that kind of money, but I know how to get it. Huh? Never mind. I'll get it. Soon. Soon. All right. So, first of all, amyl nitrate, mm-hmm. really big in the 70s. All right. Really, really big. Still big to this day. Is that like whippets? Kind of. They were called poppers. Do you uh, remember that? Yes. You know what poppers are? Yeah. Okay. Basically, it increases blood flow to certain areas and it gives you this like up feeling and like really energized and ready to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Also, it has a, um, certain side effect that the gay community, particularly the male gay community were very grateful for. Apparently it loosens up a certain area and makes it more numb for, you know. Plunging? Yes. For lack of a better term. Now I'm basing all of this knowledge that I have over some descriptions of things that I've heard John Waters talk about. Videos you've watched, things you've seen, things you've practiced. I get it. I get it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean there would be no closet if I were gay. I would have burned it for kindling <laughs> to signal other gay dudes to come running at me. It's it's true. It's true. I really would have. There's you, nothing to be ashamed of. You'd be of very popular in the bear community. <laughs> I'd be very popular in multiple communities. Yeah, there'd be a lot of communities you'd be pretty, you'd be doing all right in. You'd be all right. But that's regardless of how <laughs> my prowess as a gay man could possibly be. You'd do better in the gay community than the straight community. It's weird. I think that could probably be said for just about any man. That's true. Yeah. Well, any man who doesn't do well in the straight community, at least. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, that's where I first heard I got poppers, as John Waters was talking about him, and he did a little routine about it on... He did, he had a stand-up thing that he did that was called This Filthy World, and I saw it on IFC ages and ages ago, uh-huh. and that's where he started talking about poppers. Oh. And that it makes an appearance and everything, but that kind where you have to break the little glass inside of... Yeah. Glass vial inside of the wrapped-up canvas thing. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I knew exactly what it was. See, I didn't know that's what, how that was delivered, so at first I'm like, I think, is she using fucking smelling salts? Like, she... 
Like, yeah. At first, I'm like, maybe she didn't have enough sex. He's passed out. Now it's just like, no more. Snap a smelling salt. Wake you up, motherfucker. You have to love a girl that will fuck you unconscious yeah. and bring you back with smelling salts <laughs> just to do it again. Yeah, I know, man. It's like, get a ring. <laughs> <laughs> you better put a ring on. You gotta lock that <laughs> you, shit you gotta, down. You gotta lock that up, man. <laughs> lock it up. <laughs> but that's what it was. It was poppers. And I did think the same thing, too, when I first saw it, because I've only ever seen it like a bottle form where recreational use of the poppers where you open it up across the top and then you sniff out of the bottle. I got you. From that, this like breaking the tube stuff, I've never seen that until this movie. So I absolutely thought it was smelling salts too, dude. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> but then, like, when I saw how he reacted to it, I'm like, that's poppers. Well, even when I saw how he reacted to it, I'm like, Man, I still, this might still be smelling salts. She's like, you don't get to sleep tonight. And then, but then the, you know, the comment, I'm like, oh, okay, it's not. But I was like, it still would have been funny if it been like, why'd you wake me up with fucking smelling salts? <laughs> Bitch, it is 5 30. <laughs> <laughs> I bowed you for three fucking hours. Only three. Uh, Your stamina sucks. Well, I'm getting older. Anyway. <laughs> You're lucky if you can make it four minutes. Hey, hey. I know from personal experience. Never mind. Okay. Damn it. The fun times. The fuzzy fun times. <laughs> the fuzzy times. We can cut that out. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Cooper's girlfriend meets up with asshole McFuckstick, uh, the guy who's blackmailing him. Uh, she says, is there any way, you know, that they could, you know, overlook or let leave Cooper alone. He suggests that she stand up. Well, she does so in disrobes and she asks the if, way she's asking if there's anything that she can do yeah, to yeah. make him forget and leave and he go know. away. Yeah. Uh, she asks if he will leave Craig alone. He says that she has his word. Uh, he then violently rapes her. I mean, that was a raping. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was a raping. He, I mean, she was willing to go along with but it but just, was apprehensive, but he just fucking rapes the shit out of her. Because he's just rough and... He's just yeah. a disgusting human being yeah. and also it's a Crown International picture and it's required to have at least one brutal rape scene, I guess. I guess. Jesus. Uh, as she lays there afterwards, she's sort of just kind of staring off in the distance because, you know, she just got raped. And she's rolling some tears, justifiably. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. He says, thanks for the turn, uh, but there is no deposit. He says that she was good, but wasn't that good. So, fuck. Yeah, he just raped her just so he could rape her. Yeah, pretty much. And now here's going to be the really fucked up thing. I'm going to go ahead and spoil it for anyone. You never see her again. In this version of the film, yeah, we never see her again. We have the, no idea what the, happened to her. You never hear Cooper ever talk about her again. You never hear anything. Well, I'll tell you what happened. Cooper came home. Yeah. She sobbingly confessed what happened. And then being the scumbag piece of shit he actually is, he probably dropped her. Yeah. Because she is now, quote unquote, tainted. Oh, yeah. I mean, probably. Because this is a heel movie. Oh, yeah. There's there's, there's no good people in this, this film. This is a heel program. Well, there's one person that's a good person in there's, this film. There's technically two. Okay. Two. I can the think girl of at who least... just got raped. Because even though she was yeah. you know, going to cheat on Cooper, I mean, she was raped, but she was going to probably cheat on him. She was offering was her help, body as a way to try and to get him, him out of trouble. Yeah. yeah, it was to help him. Uh, maybe not the best way to go about it. And you probably shouldn't meet with a blackmailer alone because shit can go sideways. But that's still no excuse. Well, he raped her. When you're He's a woman, a you should never animal. meet with a man alone regardless. No, so you probably shouldn't. We are all fucking gross and disgusting. We are the fucking worst. I was trying to be misogynistic and then you turned it into a teaching lesson <laughs> yeah. about misogyny. Yeah. 
<laughs> Cinema PsyOps, a progressive program. Yes. For morons. <laughs> uh, but then we'll meet a future character who doesn't really have anything in this, is is quite a victim in her life here. So, but we'll get to that. But anyway, for most of this movie, it's a it's a heel program. There, 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 there aren't no baby faces in this. Which is something I actually really enjoyed about it because I had a really hard time caring about anybody. And when bad things happen to them, I'm like, good, you deserved it. Exactly. Every fucking time. It's kind of nice. Uh, Victoria takes uh, that drug to her anal father. Anal nitrate. Yes, anal nitrate. Poppers. Anyway, she opens up her father's room, cracks the drug underneath his nose. She then stands in front of a mirror and exposes her tatas. It just starts caressing herself. So there's a very specific reason I think she was doing that. Yeah. She cracked that stuff under his nose, got him to get a hit of it. Yeah. And then when she stood in the mirror admiring her tits, it was in a way that he could see. Yeah. Then he starts reacting to that in a way that isn't like a father saying, get your tits, put your tits away. Mm -hmm. It was like a father who has misused his daughters before and enjoyed seeing what he was seeing. Well, anyway, he pops up for some reason wearing lipstick and dies. Now, I'm sure they were just going that he had red lips for no reason. I think it was, was I think it was like the poppers were supposed yeah, to be yeah. triggering something. Yeah, but, but yeah, it was just too, bad lipstick. Too, yeah, yeah. Either, just, that, either that or something got cut out to where she yeah. kissed him on the lips with the lipstick or something. something. But either way, something was come out. Anyway, he just pops up wearing lipstick and then dies. Okay, so you didn't get the feeling that there was some kind of sexual abuse going on in this because she was enticing him to get him to react that way. That's what I saw. I mean, it's what I see later. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure you could probably pick that up from his dream and, and what you know she was doing. But yeah. at the same time, I don't know if that ever happened to her, but I think she knows it happened to somebody else, which, in, which helps with the jealousy factor she has because she yes. also says things. So I don't think the sexual abuse ever happened to her, but I think she knows about it. She probably saw it. Or it did. And the one daughter that we're not mentioning yet because she hasn't shown up in the movie had an issue with with it and ran away the other one liked it and stayed maybe i don't know i i tend all to conjecture think, the yeah. movie the movie just all, implies it, all of yeah, this it all implies i still personally think that because of the amount of jealousy you see and some of the things she says uh-huh. to her sister when we get to meet her that it just happened to the sister and not to her yet she's kind of maybe a little you know north side of fucked up and she wonders why she wasn't good enough for that and we'll get into it more as we yeah. get to meet the sister we can talk about it more then yeah. I just wanted to see if you kind of got that inclination. I, I mean, I got. I, why else would she play with her tits out in the mirror that he can clearly be, see? I, but unless I agree. It's to trigger him. I agree with you that I think she she wanted you know him in that way. I just think she never got it. Oh well, I I don't think that that's why she popped her tits out at that point. I think it was because she knew that it would entice him. Oh yeah, because it would get the ball rolling with the drugs and everything. Yeah. Also, I think she likes staring at her tits in a mirror and caressing herself. Well, I mean, if I had tits, that's I, all I would do. I don't blame. Constantly. I don't blame Greedo for that okay you just want to keep calling her greedo i really do want to keep calling her greedo it's fun that's technically a thank you movie yeah doubly so because she's committing patricide yeah with tits which is the most amazing way to kill somebody let alone your own father yeah who we find out is is a pretty bad person yes yeah so and and killing bad people with tits is like the greatest action hero adventure ever i'm it's like uh, it's even better than slowly walking away from an explosion and not looking at it with tits out with tits out yeah yeah the nurse and doc cooper are uh (laughs) or as i called him in this the nurse and doc cooper and 
her pooper. Cooper and her pooper? Cooper and her pooper. I think Dr. Panty Dropper's better. Well, there's going to be a lot more of these. They can't all be winners. Anyway. You should have led with Dr. Cooper and her pooper and (laughs) then came here with With Dr. Panty Panty Dropper. Dropper. Well, whatever. Anyway, uh, they talk about him dying and that he at least got to die with dignity. So... Well, he at least got to look at tits one last time. Right. Uh, Dr. Coop in the shoot talks uh, to Victoria, and that is our next clip. Victoria, are you all right? I'm fine. You saw him? Yes. Did he have much pain? A certain amount is usual in this kind of death. I didn't want him to have any pain. I knew there'd be no headache. I didn't want him to suffer. Just sort of stiffened. I did it for you, Craig. For me? I was going to die anyway. Victoria... It was your father. Don't look at me like that. How in the hell do you want me to look at you? What are you doing? Calling the police. Go ahead. And what are you going to do about your tax problem? Sell shoes. Dr. Cooper. Mr. Remington of the coroner's office is on the telephone. Hello, Mr. Remington. No, I didn't expect it. Yes, I'll be down tomorrow to sign the papers. Cause of death, stroke. I love how he's acting so outraged and pissed off like yeah. this wasn't all a part of his plan. This guy is enviable for his ability to manipulate women to do what he wants. You're giving him too much credit. Uh-huh. He's an idiot. He thought she was just going to get money in some other way. He's literally shocked that he that she killed her father. He literally was thinking about calling the cops. He is so dumb that he takes everyone saying his face value. That's why he's getting fucked fucking blackmailed this day because he's an idiot and he takes everybody's fucking thing what they say as fucking their word like oh yeah i won't say anything or anything this asshole's gonna be taken advantage of for years and years and years <laughs> for being a doctor he's a fucking idiot i think, he's I, a think ma- I think he's a master manipulator pretending to be dumb i don't think so i think he's an idiot trying to be a master manipulator but i think the father had it right before his untimely man i don't think he's that great oh, of a doctor that I explains he's- why he's manipulating women because they're automatically dumber than men. Whip. <laughs> just saying. I love, anyway. how, I love how you just froze where you're like, I'm not giving him anything to use. Nope, I'm not. Nothing. That's I'm staying away from. But You usually don't abstain from misogyny. I usually don't. This time, I'm going to. I feel like I've used up all my points already in this episode. You know yeah. how you only get so many fucks on regular TV? <laughs> you get zero on regular TV. Or you know how many times you can say shit, maybe, and then they have put like a cap limit on it? All you have to do is watch a single episode of NYPD Blue and count the number of swears, and that's how much you can get away with. Yeah, there you go. Uh, anyway, but yeah, I, maybe that's where we disagree a little bit. I think he's. I think he was shocked. I think he was hurt. I think he, he is very much what you see, what you get, because I don't think he's that smart of a person. How did he become a doctor then? What is he, this, like the six? where you can just get away with oh yeah never mind yeah uh, well dude even doctors have d plus averages you know some of them do not every doctor you see was an a student you know what i mean fair enough yeah i mean as harsh as it is i'm just saying uh victoria talks to her father's lawyer and he stated that they need at least two weeks to read the will and he really hammers home two weeks which we all remember yeah, which we all remember is uh, the amount of time that uh, what's his face has left to pay off the guy uh, who is blackmailing him. Yeah, and uh, and it was Mo Green in there doing the scene, the guy who played Mo Green in The Godfather, Alex Rocco. Alex, not, Rocco. not just Mo. I know you call him Mo Green because that's what you recognize him from as yeah. being Mo Green. But well, come on, man, that's what that's some iconic fucking movie shit right there is when he's Mo Green. But he is one of those guys who's been in. He's that guy. He's that guy for like he's a million Mo- people. As yeah. soon as you see him, you recognize him, and uh-huh. then usually you name the character you recognize 
Myers and the Mostaz, yep. Yep. a.k.a. Mo Green. Mo Green, yeah. Yeah, the last time we saw him was in The Stuntman, right? When he was that detective. Yes. Investigating. Yes. And then previous to that, he was with Barbara Hershey in The Entity. Oh, The Entities. Yes. <laughs> Which is the loving story of a ghost who haunts a woman to show how much he actually loves her. <laughs> That's how he greets her when she gets in the door. Yeah, that's not lovingly. Don't, I don't think that was a thing. It's a thing. I don't think so, Dave. I'm sorry. That's not a thing. Thank you. Boz, back me up here. No, Boz. Still not a thing. Thank you, Boz. But listen to the way he says it. Uh, so not a thing. Thank you, boss. Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, Alex Rocco, aka yes. Mo Green, Mo Green was the boyfriend in that. Yes. Who then ends up running in fear once he realizes that she's getting ghost raped constantly. It's Mo Green, man. He's been making his bones when you were banging cheerleaders. <laughs> I like how you're implying that I banged cheerleaders. <laughs> Uh, that's a line from The Godfather, but well, I, I have, but <laughs> none of them would admit to it. No, of course not. All right, I was here. a lot of dirty little secrets. All right, and the lawyer also uh, notifies Victoria that they will have to, upon her father's wishes, contact her younger sister Gail. Don so, don don. Gail comes home with a much older lady, uh, Victoria. Don don don. Holy shit! Well, this is all revelations. She comes home with a much older woman who is like a very close friend of hers. Yeah, right. Uh, Victor- very badly coded lesbian relationship. Oh yeah. Victoria intros her to Doctor Lick my meat stick, please. Uh, the doctor informs Gail that her father missed her, uh, and he had to go, but uh, he would be back for dinner. Uh, and then, um, then you know, Victoria sees the doctor out and says, don't make any plans for after dinner, because obviously it's going to be some tongue fart box punching time. So, you know, just be prepared. <laughs> She's got a case of amyl nitrite on one side of the bed. Yeah. A case of whippets on the other side of the bed. Yes. And whatever is left over of the whipped cream is getting ripped out of the can and spread all over their bodies smack in the middle. And she's going to be, you know, presenting her fart box to be tongue punched. Possibly. Probably. More than likely not in the 70s. Probably definitely most likely in the 70s. (laughs) That guy's tongue would have to be a machete to cut through the jungle. (laughs) Got some hangers on there. Got some hangers on there. You need to take a bath. Uh, oh, 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 man. Okay, that was fucked up. <laughs> nah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm really sorry I wrote that joke now. Uh, later that night, uh, Dr. Munch That Muff was angry that Victoria was rude to Gail. Uh, Victoria undresses, though, as she's talking to him, so everything's all good. Yeah, thank you, movie. Uh, he says he will pay her back the 50000 She says she just wants Dr. Hump and stuff, and as they get going... The old lady walks by the door and hears them. Yeah. The old lady who is very suspicious of men and also anyone coming near her beautiful blonde young girl. Yeah. That she's watching over like a protective mother. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, we then cut to the will reading and that is our next clip. Second, I direct my executor to pay my just debts and expenses of last illness, funeral and burial as soon after my death as is convenient. It is my intention to hereby dispose of all real and personal property which I have the right to dispose of by will, including any and all property as to which I may have the power of appointment by will. 
Miss Turner. Yes? To my nurse, Emily Turner, I bequeath the sum of $1,500 for services rendered and for giving me those needed laughs. To Dr. Craig Cooper, I have established a trust fund, the proceeds which are not to exceed $10,000 per annum and which must be spent on medical research. I wish to make public this acknowledgement of your skills as a man of medicine. Now then, I give, devise, and bequeath the remainder of my estate, real, personal, or mixed, of every kind and nature, and wheresoever situated, of which I may die, seized or possessed, or to which I may be entitled at the time of my death, to my daughter, Gail Waterman. There is a codicil to the will, which states the following. I hereby declare that my other daughter, Victoria Waterman, is to receive exclusive privileges to this house, sufficient funds for its maintenance, plus an additional personal allowance of $250 a week for as long as she may live. The home will continue to be owned by the estate, but it cannot be liquidated during the course of my daughter Victoria's lifetime. No, Victoria. He can't do this to me. I was the one who took care of him when he was sick. I took care of him. I lived with him all these years. Not her. I took all the insults. You don't know what I went through. Mine. It's rightfully mine. Victoria, you're getting a Shut up! Leave me alone! You! It's always in you! You didn't care for him. Not the way I did! Why did you have to come back? I hate you! You did not care for him, not the way I did. This is where I was thinking that she had a sexual relationship with her maybe, father. Maybe, but she also said it's always been you. Yeah, maybe he never actually hurt Gail. Oh, no, he did, because you're going to see that later, too. Okay. Yeah, he actually did, but <laughs> see, I just think that Victoria knew what happened to Gail, why Gail left. It was it, it because Victoria's obviously not in her right mind, was pissed that it was never her. And, I don't think that's her the father case. has disdain for I, her. I think it was still both of them. I think mm-hmm. it's just that in her fucked up mind, he loved Gail yeah. and was just abusing her. Maybe. I, I don't know. You know what? It could be anything. They yeah. they really do. They let, let you really build this up. There's some fucking Trump shit going thing. on in this place. Oh yeah, a lot of Trump shit going yeah. on. What's it, what is it with rich white dudes? Why can't they just be happy being... Why is it gotta be white rich. dudes it's just rich people no oh, no man it's it's mostly rich white dudes I'm sorry rich people are fucking their family that's just what happens yeah it's been going on since the monarchy it just most the rich people are white well Vic, of course goes into a bit of a paper clips moment and attacks her sister wait and... i pulled a clip of that oh did you oh yeah. great who in the fuck took my paper clips you really hear the pain in her voice. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you really hear the emotion there. Yeah. That's that's a great clip. And actually what I did was I just pulled that out of the section where she's screaming, I hate you. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you miss you it. You, you miss it if you're not listening. Yeah, that's why I made, I made sure I isolated her. I'm going to play that again for yeah, everyone. Yeah. This is her really freaking out at that moment when she realizes that she's not going to get what she wants. Who in the fuck took my paper clips? See, it's very clear. I, I mean, that's emotional. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's bring a tear to your eye a little bit. Probably the best acting that this actress has done is in that sequence. I, I think so. I agree. Uh, she is then sedated. Uh, while resting, she tells uh, the doc that she is happy she killed him and she would do it again. The doc pretty much is telling her to shut the fuck up and then tells the nurse to continue the sedation and if she leaves, to lock the door after her. And you don't want anybody, if she's just going to be telling everybody how she fucking murdered her father, you 
won't take long before they realize the dock covered for her, so. Yes, which is really coming back around to prove your point that the dock's not so bright. I'm just saying. What he should have actually done is doped her up and then pretended like she went crawling into the bathroom to take a bath yeah. and, while under sedation, drowned herself. He's not smart, and he's not even evil enough to kill anybody himself. I know, I just I mean, to, except I, for all the babies he aborted, other than that. Yeah, but nobody cares about those. <laughs> Fuck, maybe we should make jokes about abortion. Yeah, who knows what the legality is going to be with fucking President Pence coming in. I know, place. right? Oh, fuck. Anyway, uh, as uh, Doctor, uh, as the Doctor of Bone and Go leaves, the old woman wants to talk to him, and that is our next clip. Doctor, may I speak to you for a moment? Of course. I'm concerned about Gail. I mean, that little scene Victoria put on for us today. I'm sure that won't happen again. Oh? And why is Victoria confined to her room? She's sedated. I didn't want her wandering about. Afraid of the stairs. I don't buy it, Doctor. I wasn't aware that I was selling anything, Miss Lucas. Look, Doctor, Victoria's a little sicker than anyone cares to admit, isn't she? I appreciate your concern, but I have a busy day, so if you'll excuse me. The hell with your busy day, Doctor. I'm concerned about Gail's safety. Our relationship goes back a long time. Your relationship? I've been around. Around long enough to know that there's something going on between you and Victoria. You've got a vivid imagination, Miss Lucas. Why don't you try your hand at writing? Maybe I will. Maybe I'll write a book about a young, ambitious doctor who makes a big play for a young heiress, even though she's a little nutty. And then he finds out that she's not going to inherit the money, but that her younger sister is. So he starts to make a play for her younger sister. Stay away from Gail. Jealous? She listens to me, doctor. Only me. Remember that. It won't do you a damn bit of good using your bedside manner on her. We'll see. Wow. Damn. I think I I named that clip pretty well. Yes. Lesbian dick measuring contest. Exactly. Because she's like coming at him like full bear like this girl belongs to me. She's every bit the misogynist he is in this case. Yeah. She is not a person to her. She does what I say. All that kind of shit. Yeah. Just man. (laughs) Fuck it. It's a heel program except for Gail. Gail's one of the good people in this film. The only two quote unquote really good people you could argue in this film both had horrific shit happen to them. Yes. Yeah. This makes it a great film. Yeah. Every if, if, but in the end, it's not just that everyone has horrific shit happen to him. Well, except for one asshole. And so you kind of get really pissed at that. But whatever. We don't know what happens at the very end of the film. We don't know. But we'll get into that well, later. We'll get into that. All right. Anyway, so Gail and Kate, they talk about what they should do with the money. The nurse tries to grab Shrek some jokes about the money she got. Um, Coop shows up and uh, they will be keeping Victoria sedated for like a day or two. So and then she should bounce back. Uh, Gail wants to go out, and the doctor offers to take her. Uh, she agrees, bow, and, chicka, bow, bow. and Gail invites Kim to uh, Kate, no, Kim, Kate to come along. But Kate declines the offer, obviously looking defeated. As in, Gail accepted the invite from the doctor. So, see, all it takes, Matt is for one good man to come along. Listen, man, this is what happens when you go up against Dr. Lowhangers. He's instantly going to win. He's got the goods. He's got the equipment that Kate doesn't have. He's got what the women crave. He's got electrolytes. He's got, it's what the women crave. 
I can't even go on this whole fucking joke. I know. It actually, it's pretty vile what this movie does, but it's like pretty, in a lot of ways. Yeah, but it's pretty standard what they're trying to do for the time frame that they're yeah. in and how they're trying to code the fact that she would have an older woman that she hangs out with that is kind of her coded lover. And they never did stuff. Sort of. So, well, okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So anyway, now we have what can only be described as a movie padding montage. No, it's them falling in love. This is yeah, something this that is they quick, had though. to put in. Yeah. They fell in love like in three minutes. <laughs> well, three minutes to us, but, but that's why like you do a montage. three hours to them. If you fell in love with someone in three hours? Yes. Who? Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you went who and then you're looking at me like do it do just it, say just it just say, say it. it no it is possible to fall in love with someone in three hours uh, yeah so I said a montage of them being out and her falling for Dr. Thunderdick uh <laughs> They even bake out on the beach for a little bit. All right, we cut to crazy Vic, and she's working on a painting. What's so crazy about Victoria? So she's murdered some people, and she likes a lot of sex. That doesn't make her a bad person. Oh, wait, murdering people does make you a bad person. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's just her dad. I mean, nobody cares if you kill your dad. Yeah, dude, they do. Fuck. I tell you. Anyway, uh, she is working on a painting, and then she's hearing Dr. Free Willy and Gail frolicking out by the pool. The two head back. (laughs) It's good that you call him Free Willy there, because he's in and out of that yep yep diving for more fish <laughs> the two head back inside and after some playfulness and frolic lead they begin the process of him giving her at least some hpv if not something worse his opening line was my hpv will cure what ails you mostly because i have put my penis inside of you bareback <laughs> yeah i mean it is i mean i never saw him reach for one fucking condom well first of all it's 1970 where the worst thing you have to worry about by sex is a baby and clearly he knows how to do abortion so I thought you could still get general awards back then. Wasn't that a thing? Yeah, it was a thing, but yeah. well, I'm just saying it's a thing. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, but I mean, wasn't that curable? Not back then. General warts weren't curable back then. Well, I think you could take care of them, but I don't think you get rid of HPV. Those vaccines haven't come along till just now. I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but if he doesn't have a flare up, he's fine. Okay, I'm guaranteeing you this guy's in a constant flare up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was before Valtrex. Damn. Uh, well, <laughs> as they're making out, we cut to a scene where Gail kind of like goes away from the dock and struggling a bit because she has a vision of her father attacking her, chasing her. The same thing we kind of saw during the uh, opening credits. So, yeah, yeah she kind of has a flashback of her father attacking her, but she gets over that and then uh, gets back into the business of getting HPV. She gets over the fact that she was raped by her father to have sex with the doctor. Yeah. Which is clearly turned her into a lesbian for a brief period of time until the right man with the magical cock comes along and cures her of it. With the right, uh, until Long John Dong of HPV came in and, uh, you know, why do you gotta? Out. Why do you gotta ruin all of these ideas about how wonderful sex in the seventies would have been? Because everything was curable with a little penicillin. Because I'm a realist. <laughs> Sorry, <sighs> my bad. Can we just talk about how horrible this whole entire sequence is oh, and all the shit that this movie's implying? That's one hundred percent terrible. I still don't think it's a lesbian relationship. I think he looked. She looked at that older lady as like a mentor or something. Now the older lady definitely looked at her as somebody she was going to try to groom to be a lesbian. So again, that's even bad. Because that's somebody saying, well, anybody can turn to be a lesbian. It just takes enough convincing. Sort of. Yeah. It also makes the older woman a predatory lesbian who has been grooming her for an extremely long time. Yeah. Sense that that all that work was about to go down the drain and then got into the dick measuring contest with Dr. Stuffum's lots. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying this is 
a heel program. There ain't a face around here, all right? The only people that are faces are deeply damaged individuals who yeah. have been abused by every single heel. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's bad. This is a rape revenge movie without any of the revenge. No, it really sucks, man. Uh, anyway, uh, Kate, we find, is now preparing to leave Gail, saying that she is a lonely woman and needs to be only in the company of other women. Uh, uh-huh. uh, Kate even says something like, but you never tried anything. And Gail, uh, Kate said, I know. And, you know, then she called the cab and Kate's gone. So, bye, Kate. So, essentially, she may have said, but you never tried anything, implying that she would have been. She just had all these hangups about sex until Dr. Magicock came along and cured her it's with possible. his HPV. I just think everyone's trying to convince Gail whether she's gay, straight, or bi. They just tried to use her for their own, you know. Well, she's a blonde. That's what happens to them. Jesus. You're not supposed to tell them that out loud. I mean, they won't remember, but you're not supposed to tell them that out loud. I'm taking all of that out. You really have to. Except for the shit that you said. Oh, of course. It's going to sound weirdly off-putting. <laughs> Just like everything you actually say. Yeah, well. Uh, Gail visits Vic, and that is our final clip. How are you feeling? I was hoping you'd come visit me. Not that I had any right to expect it. May we be alone? Oh, sure, Gail. Wish a man would ask me that. I guess tonight just isn't my night. Oh? Kate's leaving tonight. Okay. She's going back to New York, I guess. I have to talk to you about something. Yes? It's about the will. I thought about it. Thought about nothing else for the last two days. I'm sorry about what I did. The will's not your fault. You didn't write it. He did. And he's dead. Really dead? He had quite a hold on us, didn't he? But that's all over now. We'll work everything out ourselves. We'll work it out so that you get half of everything. I thought you'd make that offer. But I don't want it. You don't want it? No. Don't want anything from him. Then it won't be from him. It'll be from me. No, it wouldn't. It really wouldn't. Victoria, don't be so stubborn. Oh, I just can't seem to give my money away. Second time today. Second time? Let's see. Would it be Dr. Cooper and his trouble with the uh, Internal Revenue Service? Yes. And he wouldn't take it from you? No. Sounds like he really likes you. Why do you say that? Well, that's not important. What is important is that we're together again. Victoria, will you let me do something for you? Will you let me take care of you until you get better? But I am better. Much better. Well, you're almost better. I'll let Miss Turner go. Can I bring you anything from the kitchen? No. I'm a little tired. I think I'll take a nap. There you go. Sweet dreams. She then tells Gail not to worry about locking the door. So, uh-oh. Uh, Gail then sends the nurse home. As Gail is preparing, preparing to wash up, uh, Victoria comes up from behind her and beats her to death with a candlestick. So, if you had your game of Clue going for this movie, it, it was, was Victoria, Victoria in, in the, the lavatory. Bath, in the lavatory with, with a candlestick. candlestick. Uh, so, anyway, Dr. Muffdiver calls for Gail, but Vic answers. Uh, she's covered in blood, saying, working her painting, saying Gail went back to New York, and then she pretty much hangs up on him. Uh, he doesn't believe her, of course, so that means Dr. Penet- New York must be the other bathroom that she dragged her across the carpeted hallway to to yeah. just leave her body in there. Yeah. Victoria's not altogether there. No, not at all. <laughs> Dr. Penetration heads to the home and finds a way inside. Because that's what he does. He's yeah. Dr. Penetration. <laughs> uh, she finds Vic looking normal and just painting. Uh, as he starts looking around, he checks the lavatory and finds Gail's body. Yay, dead blonde ladies. 
<laughs> I don't think that's what he said. No, that's clearly not how he was reacting. But when it was revealed the the dead blonde woman's corpse, I said two things. Yeah. One, quick while she's still warm. Uh-huh. And then two, yay, dead blonde ladies. Uh, she was in that cold bathroom, though. I mean, it, it, she ain't warm no more. Uh, with uh, some monster tears in his eyes, he asks why. Uh, but then, and she goes, why? And then they just cut to him carrying her body, and he puts in his car. As he comes back in, he tells Victoria that she knows what he has to do, and that not to answer the door, and not to answer the phone, and that he would be back. She kisses him, and then screams as we see Gail's corpse, which then falls, and then we see the blackmailer smiling menacingly as fucking, you know, is fucking Dr. HPV just kind of stares out into the distance. We see the painting is of him cradling a skeleton. Roll credits. Okay, I'm of the opinion that the guy comes in, tries to blackmail them, and Victoria goes shit nuts on him and kills him. Oh, yeah. Like, this guy should not be smiling like this because, you're, you're, I mean, they've, they're already covering up two murders. What's a third of a guy who obviously he already says he he's not in good standing with society anyway? No one's going to miss him. No one's no. going to go looking for him. Plus, he's also a fucking rapist, and yeah. we've never seen anything come out of that at all. No. From anything. No, this movie kind of has padding in some spots where they could really really use some more of the story you and know then it this feels probably like could have story, been a longer movie I guess I mean I feel like it has enough story threads going through that I just feel like they left things unresolved and mm-hmm. it just kind of ends maybe where that's it ends. just kind of life yeah but I mean the guy the blackmailer is clearly not going to go to the cops no but he's going to threaten to blackmail them both for even more money here's the problem yeah when, but, when you're uh, when you're a nobody in society and you think you have this leverage I mean at first when you first blackmail in the doc it's because he's, you know, you, you have this idea he's a good person. If I've known now that you're at least hiding one murder, it, you know, you, you've seen you've killed a girl, I feel you, know, you probably want to rethink blackmailing them then because it's like, well, fuck, they've already killed somebody. What's what's to say they won't kill me? Yeah, you don't want to blackmail a known murderer. Yeah, that's the one person you can't blackmail because they will just fucking murder you. <laughs> and if you're a blackmailer, chances are nobody's going to miss you. The actual film itself has a lot of really interesting story threads and they develop them quite well and it, it leaves like a lot of subtext going on even though i don't agree with some of the stuff like the lesbian coding the way that they did that subtext yeah but i mean it's the 70s that does happen there's nothing i can do about the way that it was yeah it's only recently gotten to the point where whenever lesbian characters actually appear they're not all sexually abused women looking to get revenge against men they're just women who find women attractive i thought the movie was really well shot uh it actually made you want more stories so therefore it got engaging for i have begun liking heel program movies a lot more where everyone in it's kind of a shit yeah and you just you, you really don't care what happens to any one of them and if every one of them dies you're kind of like well okay that's a nice movie and you kind of go to bed and just be fine and this one sprinkled it with a couple of characters that were actually decent people where horrible things happened to them yes but you're absolutely right i could use to, i want to know what happened to the redheaded girlfriend that just all of a sudden disappeared after her rape yeah because it's implied that she killed herself and that he feels nothing about it is it implied that that's what it felt like to me because she yeah. just disappears after that so it's implied that maybe she killed herself I, I think and it's that he doesn't that react to it at all he's so enveloped in his life that he they didn't live together or anything yeah so she I think well maybe she did kill herself but I think yeah she probably unfortunately for her felt guilt you know and all that kind of shit yeah and and so she just stopped coming over to his place and he's so wrapped up in his own life he didn't care well he was already done was. with her anyway because she yeah. couldn't provide him any money all she was was just a beautiful mm-hmm. gorgeous woman that he could give whatever various diseases he currently had yeah well i don't know man he seems like the 
kind of asshole to try to, you know, keep all the women up in the air, juggling uh, them all. Well, I mean, in the 70s, that's what it meant to be a man. Yeah. To just juggle as many women around as you possibly could and spread as much disease as you possibly could, also known as children. You okay? I'm fine. All right. I'm just blurting out my opinion on how kids are just the world's worst STD. Okay, but you know, if we don't have any kids... Uh-huh. Then the world ceases. Yes. At least the human being. Problem solved. You know, I'm not sure I disagree because human beings are kind of the shit. The world was fine before us. Yeah. It will be fine without us. Yeah. Although dinosaurs were assholes. You can tell that's why the asteroid kill them. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But <laughs> to get back to the film okay. once again. Yes. You are correct. It is a 100% heal program. All the good people have horrible things that happen, but there's plenty of loose threads that aren't dealt with, which does kind of make it hard to quote unquote enjoy the film because it just doesn't it just leaves you kind of hollow it doesn't give you any explanation or you have no idea what and, goes on and now the more we talk about the more I kind of like that it's that's real life <laughs> nothing's wrapped up in a perfect little bow put in front of you even if it's horrifying uh -huh. people would rather have that because at least it's an ending I kind of like that left openness for some of those storylines because that makes people even more uncomfortable they're like I at least want like a solid ending even if it's a terrible terrible ending uh -huh. I'd rather have that than this this kind of open ending and, and and that's kind of maybe i'm getting more into that i just wanted more story threads tied up and finished off yeah i mean even if it ends exactly the same way where the blackmailer's there and you don't know what's going to happen that's fine but i want to know what happened to the redheaded girlfriend that just disappears i want to see some more story threads tied up with i actually i wanted it a little darker i wanted it actually known that both of the women what was going on with them and the dad i wanted it more than just implied i wanted her to run away from the doctor and not want to have sex with him but him actually being somewhat of a good guy in this instance and realizing that he cares about her and he's willing to give her the time that she needs to come around or whatever it may be but he's still going to try and manipulate victoria for the money like i wanted him to be even scummier and play both sides yeah or he wanted the quote-unquote virgin said that's why i don't think he's the scumbag you want him to be he's just an idiot yeah he fell into all of this i was projecting the scumbag <laughs> yeah, 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 and my yeah. inner scumbag in my heart this guy onto this guy because i wanted him to do this, the evil I can't get away with anymore. This guy's this guy's an idiot who failed up with women. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Pure and simple. Uh -huh. It was a fun movie to watch. I, I a liked quick, it. Quick 80 minutes. It was actually. It really was. It went yeah. super quick for me. And it didn't. It implied it a bunch much darker stuff than it actually showed and if you just ignore that yeah the only thing you really have to deal with that's all that dark and twisted is the actual flashback rape scene that you see and the beginning of the rape scene and the actual redhead rape yeah, scene yeah. kind of thing I mean, that you happens. don't see the rape scene with the redhead you just see the beginnings of it which is still pretty it's fucking still, brutal it's, yeah it's still the brutal. way he fucking throws her around is yeah, pretty and awful and then and then her reaction afterwards really is kind of heart wrenching it's yeah. a heart wrenching hammer home there one had a heart yes it would yeah. wrench yes it would wrench for that <laughs> instead court has a bionicle in his chest oh that would be nice yeah right <laughs> i wouldn't have to worry about the heart problems that are in my family that are driving me to lose weight exactly <laughs> all right you got some news ready to go yeah or... let's do it all right we're gonna take a break here we're gonna play a promo for a podcast that proves once again darren buddy not mad at you we'll have a little bit of music befitting <laughs> of blood mania and when we come back we'll have some psyop news this is not a test this is the Psychosemantic Podcast. Announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of Class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. A few days ago, I called the news the enemy. 
enemy of the people, and they are. They are the enemy of the people. We have Ben Jacobs, that's the Guardian reporter, body slammed tonight by the Republican candidate Greg Gianforte. Living with a six-year-old. I'm not able to uh, be rushed this fast. It makes me nervous. But that is one big pile of shit. Well, then you two learned a very important lesson today. Cops don't help. It's a train! Now is not the time for fear. That comes later. Can you fly, Bobby? In the 20th century, the Senate voted on seven Supreme Court nominees during election years, and it approved all but one. So just to, just to put a button on this, are you ruling it out 100%? Yeah. Are you crazy? Is that your problem? Politics, movies, political movies. The Psycho-Semantic Podcast. Better known as the Psycho-Semantic Cast. It's bitter there. I'd rather talk to her than disappointed. Though she's not quite as fun as good and mad. You better put her on. Change the game, she can make me say I'm sorry. You throw your hands up in the air and swear you didn't know. You think the world revolves around you, but it doesn't show you sit and spin. Baby, someone is crazy and it's you. Someone is crazy and it's you. Someone is crazy and it's you. You set the trap, you lie and wait till someone trips the wire. You jump out to get your feelings hurt And you act surprised How did that get there? Why does everybody hate me? We're all familiar with the tragedy of being you It's hard to show you any sympathy When all you do is fake the pain Baby, someone is crazy and it's you Someone is crazy and it's you Someone is crazy and it's you Matt, you're so vain. You probably think that song is about you, don't you? Don't you? No. <laughs> no. I, I, I can't even be vain. That's, that's how low of an opinion I have of myself. Yeah, you're not important enough for anybody to ever write a song about you ever. I completely agree. The only time that you're ever important is when you give me some psyop news. women from upstate New York lead Florida police on a wild car chase. I got Botox in my scrotum. Well, you gotta look nice for the naked ladies driving by in the car. Old cops are bumbling dummies. I'm sure that's what they thought. Three nude air-drying women are accused of leading state troopers on a wild car chase in the Sunshine State. I make money from my sex work. By the time the stark naked uh, scofflaws were apprehended, the young women had tried to hit a trooper with both their car and a metal bat, authorities say. Ooh, is that me getting a metal Rod shoved up my rectum. Floor. I'm loving these women because they're trying to beat cops with a bat. And they're nude. <laughs> like, that's two things that I love in a woman. <laughs> Florida Highway Patrol units were dispatched to a rest stop in Pasco County where the three women were standing outside at a rest area. Afraid of vaginas. The women told the police they had showered and were air-dried. That or they just had a bukkake mouth party. Maybe that <laughs> 
That was well timed. Yeah. Typical uh, jerk. As the trooper on the scene was gathering information, the women jumped into a white 2009 Nissan Sentra and fled. Cops it's going to cost you some serious cock. Always looking for Wang. The trooper pursued them, but his chase was canceled due to the pursuit not fitting FHP criteria. All cops are bumbling dummies. Did you say my HPV will cure what ails you? Yes. The case, the chase resumed soon after when a citizen reported a vehicle that had been driving on the wrong side of the road before heading in the right direction. That same guy, I actually have some audio of that. Oh, yeah? Whenever he saw them, he went, let's jack it or something. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, a different trooper caught up with the car and also observed reckless driving, according to the authorities. He also said, It's the erection that counts. Yeah, that's true. The trooper followed the car to a convenience store where he found it empty and waited for the teens to come out. I think that's going in the spank bank. As two of the women got into the car, he attempted to arrest the third. While he did that, police say the driver drove at the trooper who had to jump back to avoid being hit. If you want a fear bone, vagina smells like dead body. The other pass passenger then got out with a metal bat and tried to assault the trooper, police say. Drop the humongous ball. Another trooper realized the man was in danger and rammed the suspect's car with his patrol vehicle. Coming to me! All three suspects got in the, uh, got in the Nissan and fled again. Dade Shooting City a fucking hot load all over this dog. Dade City Police responded to the incident as well, deployed stop sticks that deflated the car's right side tires, allowing a trooper to force a car to turn sideways to come to a stop. Gotta love a girl who can take a punch. A baton was used to break the windows as the three suspects refused to comply and resisted arrest, locking their arms together in the vehicle. You can't pay a bail? Well, I could probably fix that for a blowy. <laughs> All three were tasered. Taken into custody and sent to Pasco County Jail. Everyone will be coming on my face. They face the uh, charges they face include fleeing to elude, resisting arrest, aggravated assault, and lewd behavior. Corpse fucking. Maybe that too. The car was driven by 18-year-old Oasis Sharika McLeod, and the two passengers were 19-year-olds Genuia McLeod and Cecilia Unique Young. America is a bunch of cunts. Congratulations, ladies. You just fucked over your life. <laughs> this is not the sickness with which I am down. <laughs> The Kingston Daily Freeman reports that all three women are born in Kingston, New York, and two currently have Kingston addresses. I'm going to shove the uh, porno magazine down your throat. Several troopers read minor injuries during the chase, but those haven't been elaborated on. I'm taking another dick. And there's a video in this article. And guess what's back, folks? In other horse sex news. This horse sex is a thing. Man who can't stop masturbating over horses caught twice in 24 hours. A man with a long, long... Pulling it just to pull it. Pretty much a man with a long, long history of pleasuring himself in front of horses has been jailed for reoffending. This horse twice. sex is a thing. Pleasuring himself just in front, front of horses, horses, like for their pleasure. Yeah, like he showed off to him. <laughs> you guys think you're so tough? You think you got a big one? Look at this! Look at, Look at it! Pulling it just to pull it. Uh, he was. Uh, he has been jail jerk. He's been jailed for reoffending twice, just hours after being released. Shut up! Are you talking about penises? Malcolm, <laughs> all those horses were. They're like, look at this guy. What is he doing? It's like this a penis, only smaller. <laughs> Malcolm Dowd, 61, said he had been planning to see his doctor for libido depressing drugs. Micro penis time. But instead went to a field after being freed from prison. Always looking for Wang. He was spotted on February 18th in Brands Home Hall by a witness who thought he was urinating. Your silicone <laughs> penis budget is out of control. Prosecutor Neil Coxon. <laughs> 
can't pay <laughs> no. your bail? Well, I could probably fix that for a blowy. <laughs> Your coxon. His, his, his last name is spelled C-O-X-O-N. It's coxon. <laughs> well, that's a problem with the guy. He's getting in front of horses and getting his coxon. I know. It said, Pulling it just to pull it. It soon became clear he was, in fact, masturbating. He added this activity went on for three or four minutes. His penis was exposed for no, that's ten minutes. That's my fetish. Good, good, D. <laughs> I have a raging erection. During a police interview, he told detectives, I was sat on a bench and was feeling sexy, so I started to. And down so that he knew what he was doing was wrong, but didn't do it to draw attention to himself. This horse sex is a thing. It is. He was released on bail, but within 24 hours, he was spotted by an off-duty police officer at the same field again masturbating. He admitted that he had a problem, but got a thrill out of it. Downs, who only recently reconnected with family and friends after being shunned, had 12 similar offenses on his record. 12! 12! This guy got arrested jerking off in front of 12 horses. 12 times. Always looking for Wang. 12 times. 12. 12 times. (laughs) Jesus Christ. He also had nine breaches of an ASBO for masturbating in public that banned him from entering any field, stable, or area that might contain unique animals across Humberside. This horse sex is a thing. He has now been jailed for eight months for his latest offending. Jesus. His eight lo- months just for jerking off but it sounds like this is like a lot of times he's been caught doing it man at least 12 <laughs> yeah at least 12 so i'm just saying his <laughs> lawyer steven robinson said the defendant can't is- pay a bail well i could probably fix that for a blow the defendant's very disappointed <laughs> to be back before the courts again Shoot for precisely the road. same sort of behavior he's been convicted in the past the defendant Shoot a fucking hot load all over this horse yeah the, <laughs> the defendant was of the view he'd been doing quite well well he was wrong it's micro penis time According to the horses. Yeah. Well, he can't really explain it. He said he felt he was starting to conquer his demons. He All believes. All kinds of things you don't want on your day. This is some sort of lapse he can't explain. He is, he insists, very sorry for his actions. Circle jerk! Circle jerk! Judge David Tremberg told him, you know you are doing wrong, but you appear either unable or unwilling to stop yourself. I think that's going in the spank bank. I love it when people shame me for that kind of thing. You know what you're doing is wrong. You just refuse to stop. Yeah, right? Yeah. You can't pay a bail? Well, I could probably fix that for a blowy. Shooting a fucking hot load there you all go. over this horse. Two stories, one with naked chicks and one with a dude boning a horse. So that's everything our audience wants. It's Cinema PsyOps, a progressive <laughs> show. For morons. Yes. That's going to become our new look. It's <laughs> our new logo. It's our new slogan. Yeah. Cinema PsyOps. <laughs> a progressive show for morons. <laughs> <laughs> gonna drop the bottom banner yeah, yeah. and get rid of the because physical wounds heal cinematic yeah, yeah, ones yeah. don't. No, it's, it's a progressive show for morons. <laughs> But we love you. Stick around with us. <laughs> Come on. We're going to play a promo for one final podcast that doesn't want to be equated to any of the stuff that we just discussed at all. Never. Except for maybe the movie from the 70s, but even then they might have an issue with it. Probably. We'll have a little bit of music befitting of uh, Blood Mania and also naked ladies trying to kill cops with baseball bats who are now my new favorite fetish. Woo-woo. And when we come back, we will close out this weird-ass show. Want to learn more about horror directors? With a lighthearted look at three of their movies, meet fearless podcaster Gore Blimey. I've been unsettled by bats in the past and startled by parrots, and I've even been known to jump at the odd cockatoo. Discover horror films that are classics, and others, too. There's a topless aerobics massacre, an exploding rock singer, cannibals, nude martial arts, a deep fried prostitute. But it's not all silliness. You'll get proper movie breakdowns, opinion, and background information, too. 
yep, in the 80s and 90s, Jeff Stryker was huge in gay porn. In every sense. So if you're a horror film fan, come and check out the Trilogy of Terror podcast at strangeanddeadly.com or find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or on your podcatcher. One of those people that has a certain charisma and a certain style, and I'm just hoping one day he'll rub off on me. The Trilogy of Terror podcast, where we try three times harder to give you the willies. Fucking crazy. Woo. That's 999 from Emergency, I guess, is the name of the record LP or whatever that's from. I don't know because I downloaded that. I didn't pay for it. Uh-oh. Eh, whatever. You know, you wouldn't steal a house, would you? <laughs> Actually, I would. I know, right? That was the dumbest like PSA they ever made. You yeah. wouldn't steal a house. No, I think everyone would probably If try I could to get away with house. it, yeah. I would steal a house. Yeah, fuck you, movie industry. You wouldn't beat a cop to death and then send his helmet to his wife. Actually, yes, I would, promo. You don't know what I'd do. Whoa. <laughs> if you would like to learn more about the things that I would and wouldn't do, you can get to our main landing page, legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. And Matt's just going to completely ignore all the horrible things I just said and pretend like he didn't hear it. I'm sorry, what's going on? What are we doing? <laughs> where are we? You can join our Facebook group, Cinema Psyops, where you can post and or read about the latest horse sex news. If you don't find the articles, Matt's not going to do it on his own because he has an aversion to that sort of thing. I don't like doing work. It sounds <laughs> just fucking awful to me. Or much of anything at all. Yeah. You can find me on Facebook I am Court Psyops. Currently, the cat holding a shotgun at the mouse hole is back as my main avatar once again. There you go. So you don't have to look at my face anymore, folks. Although the shots of me as a model are still out there in the group if you want to look for them. Mm-hmm. I'm sexy, and I know it. I'm also too sexy for the shirt, Matt. Oh, God, please don't be. <laughs> 
You can find Matt Sy up on Facebook where he is so courteous to not make you look at his ugly mug. All you have to see is the plank from Ed, Ed, and Eddie with the face of the guy from Metalocalypse, and it says brutal underneath. Lord That's knows Matt's my, avatar. Lord, Lord knows my wife has to stare at it enough. And God, I don't want to put anybody else through that. Amazingly, he still somehow made a child with her. Yeah. <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> you can email feedback to Matt, psyopmatt at gmail.com. Ask him how much alcohol it takes to make a woman want to fuck him. A uh, shit ton. <laughs> Whatever that is. Email feedback to court, cinemasyopscourt at gmail.com. Let him know that inferring that alcohol is involved in getting someone laid is technically rape. I mean, I was drunk too, but I'm always drunk, so does that count? I don't know. I that's don't a moral anymore. gray area. But yeah. if you get one of those consent condoms, you're fine. Oh, yeah, that's what we, yeah, we, we tried to use that, but we were both so drunk, we just gave up. <laughs> and hence, you have a child. Yep. You can tweet a couple of tweets to a couple of twats on the hate-filled shit fest that is Twitter and tell us how much our show sucks and we're misogynistic pieces of shit. But we're a progressive show. For morons. I'm at court underscore psyop and he is at psyop Matt. We also have an Instagram which is currently run by me showing all sorts of photos of my cats and also following all sorts of alt models and tattooed ladies. That's really all Instagram is for, right? Showing your pictures of cats and following alt models? That's pretty much all I use it for. I think that's what anybody should use it for. Well, folks, while you're out there using the Instagram for those alt models and photos of your cats, kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch. If looks can kill me, I'll be dead. She'll kill you with her hands instead while you're drooling at her cleavage. Oops! Now you're blind! Her six-pack stomach and eyes all on fire. She'll crush you, make you blush, and then set you on fire! having a steak dinner for two for one. Fuck you, man. You can't keep doing that. Now you're just pissed because you want that much steak. I do. I want a lot of steak in my life. <laughs> Both women and his code and then actual steak. No, I'm good with just the one woman, but I'll take all the steak you got. <laughs> you can only disappoint one woman at a time. I really, man, listen, if I'm gonna, I just can't, all right? There's just no way I could keep up with that. I would die. <laughs> you can, you of can embarrassment. Only, you can only leave one woman completely unsatisfied that's, her whole life. That's right. If I leave a second one, it's going to just be horrendous for me. Dude. He does not live up to anything the pornographic films that I have viewed extensively led me to believe that pool boys are like. Next thing you tell me that when the milkman comes to the door and she opens it up naked, he's just going to do an about face and run right to his milk truck and drive away. You mean he's not going to go, looks like you're in need of some cream, and then start taking off his ripaway suit? Looks like someone's in need of vitamin D. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is better. I like that yeah, one. Thank you. Or a quick abortion. Sure. The second one is a much worse social disease. Yeah, well. Children. They're the worst. Dude, dude. It's the truth. Mine's cool, but he's not a child anymore. Now he's a teenager. <laughs> That's not what you say, like, on a weekly basis. No. When you're Mine's in cool. <laughs> he's all right. <laughs> what, he started listening again, so now you're talking nice about him? <laughs> he could be a lot worse. He's lying. He bitches about you constantly. No, I don't think he listens. I don't think he knows the name of the show. Can't do that to him. <laughs> 
he does not want to hear this. <laughs> he doesn't need to know about his dad's predilection for tongue-punching fart boxes. Listen, listen, I've already failed as a husband. There's no reason I should start failing as a father to this level. Too late. No, dude. <laughs> True, but come on. <laughs> harsh, man. Harsh, That's man. That's just harsh. This movie's released in 1970, where, again, the worst thing that you can get from sex is a child, because yeah. everything else is curable with penicillin. But now, uh, unfortunately, you know, while she is a porterhouse, the guy has some prime rib at home. Mm, while she is... A filet mignon, yeah. the guy has some prime rib at home. Well, both equally great cuts of meat. No, no, I think they're both filet mignons. The difference is, one is the chop house back home, Yeah, and this one's like an Outback Steakhouse. So, real quick, uh-huh. now we are literally referring to women as pieces of meat. Yeah, I'm for this. Okay. I'm okay with this. All right. I just want to we, are, sure. we are rating them based on how well we feel they are keepable <laughs> for multiple trysts of a sexual nature and not looking upon them as human beings. I'm fine with all of this. Wow. We have just so far left the safe space. We used to be a safe space, and now we're like a fuck it space. I would hope that our audience knows they that we're, know we're, we're kind of kidding. Yeah, we've got, I mean. Yeah. And if when you've I, been listening to this show for any given amount of time, you know we're obviously joking. Boop, 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 <laughs> boop. Dude, I'm checking the mirrors. I don't think we've backed up far enough yet. Yeah, there's no way out of this one. No, we're Let's just go full blown misogynist. We're just I guess. horrible, horrible. White I'm just disappointed that males. he didn't invite her back to his place so that he could have a threesome with both women. Oh my god, a threesome with two redheads? I don't think a man can live. I think he's he's not entirely sure about that. But what a way to go. I know. I oh I get it. But this is also a Crown International picture, and the fact that that didn't happen takes sad. this movie down a star. Yeah. Oh, man. Because <laughs> it's like, come on, you're Crown International. We expect this kind of thing we, from you. We expect a redheaded threesome clip. But I don't know how, but it should be a clip. I don't know, but that's a whole lot of soulless gingering. <laughs> and we have offended everyone. Yes. You know, I can just have some douche nozzle trying to blackmail you. Well, you could, but you could also just throw him down a mine shaft and you'll never see him again. That's right. I speak from personal experience. Shh, I told you, you've got to stop talking about that. You're way too open. <laughs> what? I've thrown some people down a well. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying, though. You can't say that kind of shit. But I filled it in. It's fine. It doesn't matter if you admit to it. Good luck finding them. Not finding them. They could just find you. <laughs> Good luck finding me. Well, I mean. Somewhere in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty big town, though. You can hide it here. There's a reason why I live in this shithole town. Yeah, right? <laughs> in this shithole state. Yeah. The shithole Midwesterners. Lake Nebraska. It's a place. It is. After the fucking, they have a little post-cordial piddle talk, and that is our next clip. Hit that again, because you didn't say yeah, pillow, holy right? holy shit. Anal nitrate. Yes, anal nitrate. Poppers. They're out there still in all of your favorite sex shops. Why, why do you do that? What? Don't tell people where to find them. We don't <laughs> want people to do drugs. At least not those kind of drugs. That shit will kill them. No, it's fine. As long as they don't have a heart condition or whatever. Poppers are totally safe. Ish. Dude. Don't uh, go overboard. Seriously, though, poppers are in your local sex shops. If you what? just look for them, poppers, try them out. Why don't you just tell them to do whippets while they're at it? See, how you do whippets is you basically buy yourself a can of whipped cream, and then you hold it straight up in the air, and you breathe in the nitrous oxide that's contained within the whipped cream can. That's how you do whippets. If you mix it up with poppers, you're in for a good time. Good God almighty, man. What? Dude, you can't do that. All of that stuff they can do legally, it's just that they're doing and misusing things that they probably shouldn't. All right. I don't recommend that they do that. I'm okay. just saying that if you do that, you will have a good time. <laughs> 
I don't know the legalities of what's happening right now, but uh-huh. I think we should move on. I'm not saying that you should do that. Uh-huh. I'm just saying that if you did, you could probably have a really good time. <laughs> See, I, th- I feel like you should be stopping before you get to the good time part. Well, I'm not going to lie to the people. Well, I mean, maybe not lie, but just omit. Well, no. You- You're not telling them they're going to have a bad time. Well, if they go directly to my website, whippetsandpoppers.com, <laughs> they can just buy the stuff directly from me. Are you? And I'll cut out the middleman. Are you? When I'm doing these reviews, are you legitimately just like tagging websites as your own? Somewhat. Oh, God damn it. I mean, it was a good thing when you got Scissor Enthusiast, though. That was really good. Yeah, scissorenthusiast.com. Yeah, yeah, that was good. So I can't be too mad at I you. I tried for 69enthusiast.com, but I had to get .org. <laughs> Dr. Thunderdick, it's really funny. All right. My, when I was in college, my roommates nicknamed me Dr. Thunder. You remember that cheap knockoff? That yeah. Was, or Dr. Pepper. Oh, was do- Dr. Yeah, Thunder. yeah, Dr. Thunder. Okay. Yeah. The reason that they did that is my now wife, then girlfriend at the time, and I got a noise violation in our dorm when it was just us. Uh, nice. So they they glued the lid of a Dr. Thunder, like, 24-pack. They yeah. cut out the words Dr. Thunder. Yeah. Because the noise complaint was it sounded like thunder above them. Oh, <laughs> so they, they cut out the Dr. Thunder sign and then glued the violation thing nice. to my wall above my bed so I couldn't <laughs> scrape it off. Like, <laughs> they glued it down and then they fucking went over it with like a sealant so I couldn't even scrape it off. We lost the deposit on that dorm room. We got like fucking in a shitload of trouble for oh, it. Oh, yeah. But they did that. And why am I mentioning it? Because uh-huh. that was Dr. Thunder. <laughs> Dr. Thunder. It's only recently gotten to the point where whenever lesbian characters actually appear, they're not all sexually abused women looking to get revenge against men. They're just women who find women attractive. Wait, that's what a lesbian is? Yeah. What did you think it I'm was? Just fucking with you, man. <laughs> I just wanted to see. If, you... I wanted to see if your explanation for a second. I could make you double think it. No, no, <laughs> were... not at all. It's just instantaneously thought. What the fuck did Court think a lesbian was? <laughs> I was like, whoa, this show's gonna get deep, man. We're gonna get real
dead.